This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is October 24th. The year is 2022. Great time to be alive in this crazy world. And believe it or not, last week of October is coming up. Time flies. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a bunch of you live, flesh to flesh, in Dallas in a couple of days. That's going to be fun. Okay. So last week was, was a pretty good week, almost 80 applications. And uh, we're going to go through the leaderboard. And then um, Lee Corbett has something special for us to, uh, to get us thinking about something between our ears for today. So let's go over the leaderboard first. We have uh, Tristan really stepping it up. Uh, 11 applications for Tristan, 9,000. I think this is his record week. So let's ask Mr. Hawkins what's going on. What worked for him uh, last week? Tristan, are you there? Are you there? Can you hear me? He might not be there. Okay. So one thing that he's been really working is, is that New carrier that we kind of tested it out, he's taking it to the whole other level. So he has the most applications out of everybody in the test uh, test group. But there he is. Tristan, I see you now. So so tell us uh, what worked for you last week. This is a record week, right? Uh, Yes, it is a record week. It's the first week I've done that and had everything pay out. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, seven paid already. So so talk to us. What worked for uh, to get to nine uh, k per week? I had a lot of leads last week and a lot of appointments. I didn't have very many people no show me last week. So um, I think it hit the people that did rescheduled. I stayed on top of my leads and um, ended up being a good week. I was happy. Okay. And how do you like the new carrier you've been using? I love it. It's, it's my. Uh, <laughs> It's the um, the fancy style to my toolbox. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We're probably going to have you next week after the conference. We'll do a deep dive what you're doing there, but it looks like this thing is really taking it to another level. So we're looking forward to that. Okay, also Mr. John Cranford had an excellent week. Five apps, 56.71 for John. So John, uh, what worked for you last week? Well, it was a good week numbers-wise. I got five. You know, if you can get one a day, that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I was fortunate one of them was a IUL for like $3,000. It was a client of mine from a couple of years ago. Uh, she had a CBO. Mm-hmm. And I compared the numbers with that, with the IUL, with the simple, easy one, Mutual of Omaha, and sent her the difference. And she called me immediately and said, I want to do this. So that was kind of a no-brainer you don't want to do a lot of those replace stuff however every once in a while you can get away with that yeah if it's a better product from the client it makes sense and it looks like this was a better deal 
So, so good. Then we have Erica, another six apps for her, over 5K for Erica. And then we have a brand new writer, Maritza Powell. Uh, I don't see Maritza here, but that was first week in the field there. And then Renata had to, you know, two deals, Bridget five, Carrie Weissong was not happy with eight, Marsha was not happy with six, Beckham was not happy with three, and we can just go down the list there. But still, a lot of people did not reach their goals. We still had 80 apps, and that usually means things are going to mean revert this week. Every time when you have like a really, really bad week you're not happy with, things turn around. And historically, what we've been seeing out of four weeks in a month, you have one great week where you feel like you're on top of the world. Everything is going well. Everybody says yes. One week is the complete opposite when you want to quit every day and nothing you touch turns into anything. It's terrible. And then the other two weeks are just average weeks. And by the average weeks, if you're full-timer, you're probably doing like one app, one to two apps a day. And that's like the average week. So it's full of ups and downs, but uh, there are more ups than downs in the long term. So, Mr. Corbett, what do you got uh, ready for us today? So today's um, money motivation is going to be something that some of you all may have seen sometime in the past, but it's going to relate to the time that we're in so well. Um, this particular clip is going to be a little bit long, but I do want you guys to definitely stay kind of perked up and, and just really pay attention because there's a very, very, very strong message in it because of who we're grooming you all to be, who we're becoming as a team, as an organization. As I always say, together we're better. So um, as we go over um, this here clip, can you give me a screen share, please, sir? I think you guys are really enjoy it. It's a it's a really good um, a really good little short film here that I think you guys will really really appreciate. And we're gonna let me go back because I didn't turn on the sound. Bam! All right, here we go. So pay attention, folks. It's twelve minutes, but it's gonna be. Uh, we actually kind of move through it a little bit. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be worth it. I promise you. Long ago, in a land far away, there lived four little characters who ran through a maze looking for cheese to nourish them and make them happy. Two were mice named Sniff and Scurry. And two were little people named Ham and Haw. As different as the mice and little people were, they shared one thing in common. Every morning, they left their homes and raced out into the maze to find their favorite cheese. Snip and Scurry had simple brains, but good instincts. They used a simple method of trial and error. Snip would smell out the general direction of the cheese. And Scurry would race ahead. They often went off in the wrong direction and bumped into walls. But Hem and Haw had complex brains with beliefs and emotions that made their life in the maze more complicated and challenging. Finding cheese was important to the little people. It was a way of getting what they thought they needed to be happy. For some, it was having material things. For others, it was health or peace of mind. For Haw, cheese meant living in a cozy cottage with a loving family on Cheddar Lane. To him, cheese meant being a big cheese in a mansion atop Camembert Hill. 
Eventually, they all discovered their own kind of cheese in Cheese Station C. Every morning after that, Snip and Scurry woke early each day and ran the same route through the maze to Cheese Station C. Sniff and Scurry hung their running shoes around their necks in case they needed to get to them quickly. But Ham and Haw awoke each day a little later and sauntered over to Cheese Station C. After all, they knew where the cheese was and how to get there, and they assumed it would always be there. Ham and Haw put their running shoes away. They thought they wouldn't be needing them again. This is great! There's enough cheese here to last us forever! Sure is! They felt secure. They even decorated the walls with sayings. Having cheese makes you happy. <sighs> Ham and Haw became so comfortable they didn't notice what had been happening. Meanwhile, Sniff and Scurry inspected the area each morning to see if there had been any changes from the day before. One morning, they arrived at Cheese Station C and discovered there was no cheese. They weren't surprised since they'd noticed the supply of cheese had been getting smaller. The mice did not overanalyze things. The situation had changed, so Sniff and Scurry changed. They were soon off in search of new cheese. Later that day, Ham and Haw arrived at Cheese Station C. They had not been paying attention to the changes that had been taking place. Ah! What? No cheese? No, no, no cheese? Who? Move my cheese! It's not fair! Hem, hem, I know we're smarter than mice, but we're not acting like it at the moment. What'll happen if the cheese isn't here tomorrow? I've made plans based on this cheese! While Sniff and Scurry had moved on, Hem and Haw continued to hem and haw. One night, Haw wrote on the wall, The more important cheese is to you, the more you want to hold on to it. The next day, Ham and Haw still somehow expected to find their cheese in the same place. Why did they do this to me? Now, where are Sniff and Scurry? Do you think they know something we don't? No, nah, they're just simple mice. We're little people. We're entitled to our cheese. Yeah, yeah, but maybe we should just simply get going and find some new cheese. Oh, no. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I want things to be the way they were. Meanwhile, Sniff and Scurry moved further into the maze. They didn't think of anything else but finding new cheese. After much trial and error, Sniff and Scurry found the biggest store of cheese they had ever seen at Cheese Station Inn. Meanwhile, Hem and Haw were still hemming and hawing at empty Cheese Station C. Then, Hall began to imagine himself out in the maze, finding fresh new cheese. Before long, he could almost taste it. Come on, Hem. Let's, let's go. No, I like it here. It's comfortable. Besides, it's real dangerous out there. Haw imagined the worst. His hope of finding new cheese faded. So every day, Hem and Haw went from their homes to Cheeseless Station C and returned home again with empty bellies, full of nothing but stress. Who moved my cheeks? Who moved my cheeks? Who moved my Ham. cheeks? Ham, look at us. We keep doing the same things over and over and wonder why things don't get better. 
It's time to move on. Well, you're not really going out into the maze again. Why don't we wait here until they put the cheese back? You just don't get it. They're never going to put the old cheese back. That was yesterday's cheese. It's time to find new cheese. Oh, but what if there's no cheese out there? Or what if you can't find it? Pam, life moves on, and so should we. No. Who moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese? Who moved my if cheese? If we Who don't change, we could become extinct. Like him, a part of Ha was afraid. <clears throat> then Ha wrote on the wall what he had been thinking about. What would you do if you weren't afraid? It wasn't long before Ha knew what to do. Ha gathered all his courage and jogged into the unknown. It's maze time! At first he felt lost. But it wasn't long before he began to find his way. Being back in the maze isn't nearly as bad as I feared. How did I get into this situation? I'd been watching what was happening. Pa stopped to write on the maze wall what he was learning. Smell the cheese often so you know when it's getting old. Pa hoped that these handwritings on the wall would not only be reminders to himself, but also a marked trail for him to follow if he chose to enter the maze. Why do I feel so good? I don't have any cheese and I don't know where it is. Aha! When you move beyond your fear, you feel free. The more clearly Ha imagined himself finding new cheese, the more real it became. Imagining myself enjoying new cheese even before I find it leads me to it. Finally, Paul arrived at a large cheese station. But it was practically empty. I'm too late. If I'd moved on sooner, I might have found a lot of new cheese here. Paul did find several delicious morsels of new cheese. It wasn't much, but enough to keep him going. I've got to get back and, and tell him there's some new cheese out here. Ha raced back to Cheese Station C, following the route he had marked. He found his friend still hemming and hawing. Hem had not even put on his running shoes. Oh, Hem, uh, you look hungry. Uh, here, have a few bits of new cheese. I don't think I would like new cheese. I want my own cheese back. I'm sure if I wait here long enough, things will be the way they were. Will Hem ever change? Hem was left behind. Hemmed in by fear, comfort, and denial. I guess Hem believes he can't, or, or won't, enjoy new cheese. He seems to believe that if he ventures into the maze, things will get worse. I see now that if I do things differently, things will get better. When you change what you believe, you change what you do. Ha found bits of cheese here and there and began to regain his strength. He had hoped that Ham might find his way by reading the handwriting on the wall. Ha had let go of the past and was adapting to the present. He was pursuing new cheese. And then it happened.
piled high everywhere was the greatest supply of cheese he had ever seen. Wow! New cheese! Is it real or just my imagination? It is real! Paul realized that Snip and Scurry had been enjoying new cheese for quite a while. He vowed that next time, he would change faster. Han knew it would be easy for him to slip back to his old ways if he got too comfortable. So each day, he inspected Cheese Station N to check the condition of his cheese. He went out into the maze and explored new areas. He knew it was safer to be aware of his real choices than to isolate himself in his comfort zone. Then one day, Haw heard what he thought was the sound of movement out in the maze. Could it be him? Was him about to turn the corner? Haw hoped that maybe at last, his friend was finally able to move to the new cheese and enjoy it. So <clears throat> this is a this is an all-time favorite book that I've read years ago. I'm sure Coach Case probably read that book as well. And, and what happened, like a lot of us, right? Um, some of you guys are too young to have dealt with this just yet, but a lot of us are plenty old enough to have had our cheese move back in the day because I promise you, nobody woke up, right? I don't think there's no person on this call that woke up and said, I want to be a life insurance agent, right? But what happened is life changed for us, right? We had this nice corporate job in the sky in the corner suite, and then we got that pink slip. You know, business was great in mortgages and real estate, and all of a sudden that dried up. You know, we had a business doing this, and that dried up, and we found ourselves in insurance sales. And sometimes people don't want to move on. Same thing happens when you first get started. You're kind of stuck in your ways. You're afraid of the no's, and you're scared. You're scared to get over that. You want to stay the you want to stay the same person that you were when you found it, and no different than you have to move on from that old life of that old corporate job or that old business that failed you. You have to move sometimes move on from the old person that made you who you used to be. Sometimes we have to we have to move on. In this case, the who moved my cheese is kind of in our own head, right? You know, for some of you all. We struggle with getting past these nodes. We struggle with making these dials. We struggle with getting to the training. We struggle with role playing. We struggle with these little bitty things because we refuse to see what the successful people are doing and actually implement these things. But if we can just open our eyes and say, I'm not going to stay the same person. I don't like the fact that no's bother me. I don't like the fact that I can't get over. I don't like the fact that I'm scared to pick up the phone and I don't fight through that. And I don't wander off back into the maze, the maze being our head, right? And discover that and conquer that animal inside of our head that's stopping us from the success. Because when you do so, you find this big old um, mine of gold over here that everybody here, that, that all the people that are succeeding at such a high level, you find a gold mine of cheese that they're eating from. Right. And then you find out that you can eat from that cheese as well. The question is, are you going to be like Hall and go out there and run out or like 
um, scurry them and, and wander out and discover who you can really, really be? Or are you going to keep yourself locked into the confinements of who you used to be? Like who we used to be is just that. It got us to wherever we were in life. And that's not a bad thing. Like when they started off in, in Cheese Station C, they, they, they had a whole bunch of cheese there. It was great for that time. Who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago might have been a great thing, guys. But remember, if you're not growing, you're dying. So we have to be ever evolving. We have to be willing to stretch our minds, not just, um, um, and, and, you know, with a business changing, like if we were in whatever industry, like I remember I used to be in the telecom industry and, and, and now, you know, long distance, right? And now we don't pay for long distance. That whole industry just completely moved. But the question you have to ask yourself is, who were you five years ago? Who were you 10 years ago? And do you want to be a better person? Do you want to be a better version of that person? Me personally, I strive to be the best person I can be every day, not just for me, but for my son, for my family, for my friends, and a lot of, and, and, and most importantly, for you guys. I try to be the best mentor that I can be, but I have to stretch myself. I can't get complacent. I can't stay the same lead because I'm dealing with different personalities every day, right? I can't even treat each of you all the same, but I have to ask yourself to, for you to do a, do a deep dive into yourself and ask yourself, who am I? And who do I want to become? And there's a difference between who you want, who you are, or, or who you who you want to be, or or who you want to become. So, I, I, and, and we'll do a class on another time as far as who you want to be and who you want to become, right? But we want you to do the work. We want you to go out back out to the maze. We want you to go out there and do the work to become the best version of you, so you can really capitalize on all the wonderful resources that we have here at Flexmark. You have such an amazing team. You've got amazing resources. You've got amazing leads. You've got all the tech that you need to be successful. But you've got to ask yourself, am I willing to put in the work? Am I willing to scurry back out there and rediscover myself? Am I willing to scurry back out so that I can go find this home that's been built? Like this station is already here, right? This cheese station is already here. And you've actually found it, but you're kind of standing at the door. You got to get yourself inside the door so you can start eating this plethora of cheese. And then you have to start doing a tally every day. Am I, am I really good at critical period? Am I good at the parking lot story? Do I really understand living benefits? Do I, am, I, am I having a conversation? Can I do the credibility email properly? Am I doing these checks and balances on myself to make sure that I'm the best that I can be? Because even in this time where mortgage data is a little bit lower, we have to be better when we talk to each lead. We can't be as cavalier as we might have been six months ago. We have to pay more attention to detail. We've got to make sure that we're crossing our T's and we're dotting all of our I's. So the onus is on you to ask yourself, who am I and what am I willing to do to become as great as I possibly can? Because I can guarantee you, Alicia, Marco, Tristan, Mark, Carrie, Phil, Michael, Marsha, Chris, all of you, there's greatness inside of each and every last one. The question you have to ask, am I willing to do the work to go out there and become great? Ask yourself the question. It was really deep today, man. You, you really made me think. And you're absolutely right. Things change. They always change. And I was even thinking, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but do you guys remember 1994 
and receiving those discs from AOL. And then you plug in and that was like the dial-up internet. Down three hours. Um, holy smokes. And actually check your credit card because everybody thought, oh, I'm just going to enter one, two, three, four. I'm going to get it. No, you're not. So that, that, that verification. Like Yahoo was the biggest search engine 20 years ago. Some people don't even know what Yahoo is now, right? Google just killed it. There was no TikTok when we started insurance in 2017 here, right? So things change. If somebody told you in January this year, somebody just said, hey, mortgage rates are going to be seven and a quarter by October. You would think they're out of their mind, right? So you just don't know. You just don't know. Things are moving. What worked yesterday might not work tomorrow, but if you keep changing, if you keep innovating, if you keep pushing yourself to be just a little bit better today than you were yesterday, you're going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. Marco, ask Jeeves. I remember ask Jeeves, man. I, I love it. Yeah. All those things. Excite.com. All this craziness. Right? So, so we, got, we are changing. At least we are always looking, you know, and I'm, I'm testing, trying to find new cheeses all, all the time. We'll find some cheeses. Cheese is still working. It's a little bit less cheese than before, but it's still we still gotta eat. So so great thinking, one Lee, and uh, let's see what happens today. Should be a lot of cheese today. Today, uh, post office is open. They're delivering. So Marsha, you're playing it, right? I'm on. And I had a bunch of leads come in this weekend. They are like asking for the order. Those who aren't, we're just moving them aside, of course, and just getting onto the ones that want it, but. There's, there's a lot of cheese out there, peeps. Just got to keep going. Um, and when you don't feel like you have cheese, tune in and watch. If, if Tristan can grab the cheese, we can grab the cheese too, you know? Some days you get cheese, some days you don't. You keep moving. 